Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, one. QPMOC. We are back, and we are ready to make some more preseason football predictions. Wait, wait. What about baseball? Is baseball still a thing? All right, sounds good. We're going to do MLB predictions. What are you watching? And the glorious and unnecessary return of (laughs) unnecessarily complicated trivia. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Worldwide. It's not Saturday, it's not Sunday, it's not Thursday, cause it's Sports Wednesday, cause it's Sports Wednesday. Great as always. Nice. I, I had an optimistic indie vibe to it. It really did. It lifted my spirits. Welcome everyone to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details wrong. If you're cool with that, we're going to have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus or B to the M to the O to the C. Do the show with two co-hosts. This guy. This guy. Joins us almost every week. It's jazz singing legend Scat Bongley. How are you, Scat? Scoop Scat. I'm doing good. Basketball legend, basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing good. That 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 threw me for a loop. That was a good one. I knew. I knew though. If I introduced you as Scat Bongley, at some point you were going to start scat singing. You knew it. You knew I was yeah. going to go back to my roots. And with those sick guitar riffs, which are not live for you, but live for us, it set the show apart. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm better now. Jeez Louise, what happened to the weather out there? Holy cow, I'll tell you what. We had summer, 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 and then I blinked and it was winter once again. It was hailing, raining, cold. Frigid. Other than that, I'm doing all right. Sounds good. What are you fellas drinking tonight? What do you got there, Maestro? Well, I you know I had one of these a couple weeks ago, and I had just found another one in my fridge. It's apropos because it's the Ryan Geis Hustle. Hustle! Ryan Geis Hustle. Nice. The beer, the beer themed uh, IPA out of Cincinnati. And I think beer by beer themed, he means baseball <laughs> themed. <laughs> it's beer themed, baseball themed, beer themed baseball IPA. Well done. Second show in a row for that one. Yeah, it's a big maestro recommend. Coach, how about you? What do you got? I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking Coors Original. Of course, original. This is thank you to Brutta. I just cracked this case. Coors original. Does that mean you're a Colorado Rockies fan? Coach, blink twice if you need help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I'll tell you what, uh, BMOC, finishing off that Corona light that's been in the fridge, this is the last one. So last week I'll be drinking that. Mm, Good riddance. The only beer in my garage fridge right now is the 30th Strohs. What? Nice. Yeah. Sitting but you there. have a 30th Strohs in there? The 30th Strohs that I stashed in break the source Mike's downstairs bathroom, he found and gave back to me for my birthday. Oh, oh it's my a God. single can. I thought yeah. you had the can. And he wrote happy birthday on it. And so I, I've held on to that. That's the 30th Strohs from when we drank Strohs with Stroh. It's the 30th and, uh, of Strohs. Yeah. I got you. And I thought I'd save it for a special occasion, but instead, uh, it, it will likely be a week when we're doing the show and I don't have anything else to drink. It's going to be a. Standby beer. Yeah, absolutely. All right, a little bit of housekeeping here, then we can get into the uh, into the meat of this. She's a coach show sheet this week, so it's going to be toit. Oh, it's always toit. 
going to be tight. Okay, if you want to follow this show on social media, why wouldn't you? We're at Sports Wednesday on just about every platform except for Twitter, where we're at Sport Wednesday. But if you want, yes. you want your Sports Wednesday merch, you got to go to sportswednesday.com, click on merch, get yourself a t shirt. You know how much the shower curtains are, by the way? I looked it up. $12.99. Uh, 32 65 oh. <laughs> What? What a deal. To have Sports Wednesday while you shower. What a deal. For 65 bones. That's that's so well-priced. And just a reminder, Sports Wednesday brought to you by the good people at Big Swing Games, makers of Sportal, the only sports-themed daily word-guessing game that doesn't suck, Sportal.pro. Coach, I understand you're approaching a milestone. Yes, uh, I I did some... Did some statistics, and we are we are reaching, if not already there, a uh, hundred thousand unique visits. A hundred thousand unique visitors for Sportal. Wow! One year, one hundred thousand. Here's to you, Sportal. Hundred thousand Sportals, everybody. I'm looking Everybody's right now. Where it's Sportal. Ninety nine thousand seven hundred. So close. Tomorrow so we'll crack close. it. Tomorrow we'll Tomorrow, crack it. Tomorrow for sure we will crack it. I've I've struggled uh, the past week. Some some tough hints in there. I couldn't read uh, coach's mind, so I. The all caps hints help, though, Maestro. I find they help me. They scream at you. <laughs> all right, and on tonight, uh, NBA playoffs going on tonight. By the way, fellas. No, they're not. Yes, the, uh, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. It's another whole season of basketball, though, right? Take it on. That's right. The Brooklyn Nets. Sixers. Sixers up 85-76 with about four oh, minutes left up. to go. The Nets were up just a little 76. bit ago. Just a little bit ago. So, all right, Coach, what are what are we doing here first? Let's let's turn it over to you to drive for a little bit. Yeah, so we're going to do uh, so the other – I'd say maybe yesterday. It could have been today. Coach, I don't know. I've Coach, got all the days. we got to roof it. So this is your cue up to Maestro. You yeah. don't have to explain so, it yet. You just no, I won't. It I just killed it, didn't I? Uh, we're going to do uh, a, a bit I like to call, what are you watching? What are you? <laughs> what are you watching? Yeah. Oh, so worth it. All oh. right. <laughs> Threw All right. Me off. Now, coach. <laughs> what? Are, oh. What are you? What are you? What? Are, what? What's? What are you watching? What are you all watching? about? Accident post. <laughs> Accident post. Uh, what are you watching? So the other day, maybe this morning. I was thinking about uh, the the vast amount of sports um, that I used to watch when mm-hmm. I was a younger man, uh, and I was doing the numbers um, when I was probably old man. Take a look at my life, <laughs> like you. Like when you what what years in your life do you think were your peak sports watching years? I mine were junior and senior year, probably of college. I'd say they those were my peak. Sports watching years. Where, where would you put yours? Yeah, college for sure because we we spent a lot of time just watching sports. Because you had a like, lot of free time. I, like I feel like like you know I had peak baseball years when I was younger, and then like towards the end of high school, peak football years. The Browns were pretty good. You know, eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight that that era. Yeah. But I think in terms of pure volume, it's probably once once I moved into fifty six Stewart out of the dorms, and we just had a TV that was basically on all the time. Yeah, because I I was thinking in my head, ballparking it, um, probably in my peak hours. So we're talking college football, pro football, college basketball, and pro basketball are all happening at the same time. So we're talking somewhere in November, uh, October, November. Um, I think I was logging somewhere between, on a a slow week, about 20 hours of sports watching to a full-ass week. To thirty to thirty-three hours of, of watching sports. It's a full-time and, job. And think about this: we weren't always just watching sports. We were watching Sports Center that told us about sports. So we would fill our non-sports hour times with stuff talking about sports. So it got me thinking. We talk about the doldrums. We are a sports podcast, and I just wanted to know: at our age, in the past it's month not, or so, it's possible. What? Possible word we're a doldrums pot. Yes. What um <laughs> why <laughs> what are you watching? Like what sports are you, at all are you watching? I'm calling you out. Like if if I asked you to give me what you've watched, I'm not gonna give a timetable, but in the most recent time in your memory, 
What have you been watching, sports-wise? Well, I'd like to answer the first question because you didn't allow me to. Oh, I didn't. I jumped right over you. Jeez, what Louise. a dick! What a dick! BMOC is such a dick. To be fair, he doesn't he doesn't drive the trains very often, so we're just we're easing him in. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, I mean, I, I. It depends on the sport because for sport. me, like growing up, all I watched was NFL because that's what was on TV. But then when the Pirates were good, late '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched a ton of baseball. That's probably if I were to think back to when I watched the most baseball, it would be then. Even in the summertime, I remember being at Buckaloos, Peter. Yeah, watch you know get off getting off the shift, watching all the uh, MLB highlights and stuff. That was awesome. But I would say college football now, like lately, the last decade has been where I watch the most, but not nearly as much as you guys. That's for sure. That's for sure. So what are you watching? But as right of now? right as of right, right now, now, I'm not. I don't have cable TV. I don't have live TV. So it is killing my sports watching. I'll be honest. Um. <laughs> I will. I will watch. I will, I'm, I'm almost deprived in a way that, like, if Paramount Plus or Peacock is showing some random NHL game or uh, National Women's Soccer League, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> I noticed it's on the right. Which, I'm like, oh, okay. You're betting on. So, uh, you know, I will say Hulu does serve up some NHL, and then they have some uh, some free M- MLS games. So I have been watching that. But as far as like the mainstream stuff. Um, I might hook up the antenna and watch a little NBA, but that's about it. Did you watch any of the Masters, like live Masters? Yeah, I did. Um, Peacock had some, like, they. what was cool about Peacock, the way they, they were following it, was they had certain groups. So, you know, your national broadcast jumps around. Mm-hmm. And what what Peacock was doing is they would just be on, they would just pick a group, like a foursome or a threesome, and just be with them the whole time. So you were on their round. I thought that was kind of cool. Actually. That is kind of cool. I don't know if they did that for a bunch. Like if you could pick like the group that you wanted to watch. I don't know if, if you had full access, if you could do that way. Probably online. I bet you could. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Back to you guys. BMOC. What have you been watching? Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I was just thinking, I do watch sports consistently. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously I watch college football the most. That would be, you know, my number one. Yeah. F1, one. F1, I haven't been missing those races. Uh, but I would put... You were all over NCAA basketball this year, Peter. I did watch a lot of... You did. Now, you still have actual... Man, I guess I've been yeah. watching a ton lately. <laughs> you, have a, you, have a lot, you still have cable TV, right? I do. On, I have cable top TV. Of streaming, so you have got like... This is going to say. So baseball, I watch, you know, obviously this season's just gotten started, but I, I watch that probably next most. And then... I think NBA and soccer are tied. With EPL? I think between watching EPL or crew games, I watch as much as I watch NBA games. And so non... So did you watch the Cavs game the other night? I I got to see the start of it, but then I didn't get to watch the whole game. Okay. So, I mean, have you watched any other NBA other than the Cavs? Like in the regular season, maybe I watched four or five games. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, cause me, like, right now, like, I mean, right now I'm watching baseball and I'm yeah. watching, but I'm, I'm watching NBA only because I'm invested because the Cavs are in it. But if the Cavs weren't in it, I, I don't yeah. know how much I'd be watching. Like, I was, my whole thing was back in the day, I would, I would digest and consume whatever was on. Like, if it was on and yeah. it was somewhat compelling, I would, I would watch all of it because I needed to fill that time. Like now, I mean, yeah, I don't like, I was just trying to think like, how do we, how do we go from like a thousand miles an hour to almost zero? Mm. And we're a sports podcast. We are sports, but we're medium sports. Mm. But I, I will now, say we'll this. Say... Oh, go ahead. Man. <laughs> that was no, I, I, I think I've said this on the show or maybe to you guys in person, but there's a part of me that uh, is jealous of the guy that's, you know, he works all day and he's like, well, tonight I'm watching the game. Yeah. Whatever game is on, whatever game I can find, that's what I'm watching. That's the decompression. I'm, I'm sort of envious of that guy, you know, because I don't know, I've got other interests and movies and half a dozen shows I'm streaming and it's like I'm playing guitar and whatever. But like if, if you were that guy that was, 
I'm just going to watch the, the game, whatever game's on. If it's basketball or hockey or whatever, I'm getting my beers and my chips and my lazy boy, and there you go. And there's what are you watching? What are you watching, everybody? What are you watching? <laughs> what are you watching? What are you I will say this. As Meister alluded to, we had very nice weather over the weekend. And other than, like, the first five minutes of the Cavs game, I watched no sports at all, you know? Yeah, the weather like, dictates yeah. all of that. Yeah. Like, because so, like, what, Sunday, <laughs> um, yesterday, it was it was nice. So I was outside. I didn't watch the Guardians, but I listened to it on the radio while I was doing stuff outside. So, yeah, the w- weather dictates all of that. Were you, like, skinning a deer? I was. How did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. Just skinning a deer with the ball game on, sharpening your shirt off, your knife on listening with, the, with, with <laughs> cutting the that sinew. The one thing about baseball season that I forget with Coach is that I'll be like, man, I haven't heard from Coach in a while or whatever, and you, and then I forget. Oh, it's you know he's probably spending four hours watching a Guardians game. <laughs> That's what he's doing right now. Not anymore. Not four hours anymore. That's a great lead into our next bit, too. So, wrapping up, what are you watching? We're going right into it. Baseball, thoughts, and predictions. Baseball, thoughts, and predictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the best in the business for nothing, everybody. All right, Coach, do you want to tee this one up, or you want me yeah. to ask you this question first? I don't care. It's whatever you guys want to do. I can go first or let you guys well, chime in. Let's say this. The, the season is about 16, 17 games in right now. Yep. I think that's about right. Um, what's that? I, what's the What's that? The percentage? Uh, that would say be... That's a tenth? Yeah, that's a tenth. Yeah. So we're a tenth of the way in. I've I've watched a couple games. Coach, how many games do you, do you feel like you've watched? Uh, I've probably watched 12 or 13. How about you, Meister? Have you caught any baseball yet? Did Did Nolan Ryan pitch a no-hitter yet? He did. Yeah, I saw that one. Nice. So, so I, I, I know you want to talk about the change. Coach, so why don't we throw it to you first to say what, what the big changes are that are popping out at you? Well, it's just, I mean, it's the pitch clock, the the shift, and the larger bases. Um, so I have a thought on, on all three. Um, one, of, I mean, two of them I don't, don't really care about. Really, the only one is the pitch clock, and it's not really um, – th- I'm still not comfortable with it. Like everything else I'm comfortable with, like the, the no shift, I think is fine. I think it's it's better. The larger bases, I guess that ha- helps in steals because the confidence level is up. But the, the bases, so the, the pitch clock, and you were with me at a game. We went to a yeah. game together. Um, Let me just say, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> and uh, Actually, it was cold, cold, cold. It was. And I just... It was so rushed. Like every there was everything that that of that game seemed to happen like it that. It was fast. It, it was, was very fast. fast. And then the whole point, like when you and I and Chip went to go get a hot dog, and it felt like yeah. three innings were gone. Yeah, and we weren't in the line that long. Like to me, that was that was troublesome. Like I was just like, this is taking away from the live experience. Maybe yeah. at home I don't mind, but the live experience and no walk up music. Yeah, because like, there's no time. I don't know. It's interesting. I read today games are now an average of 25 minutes faster. Uh, But that does, I mean, they're shorter by about 25 minutes thus far. Steals are way up across the board. Yeah. Because because of the pitch clock, I think. Because I think pitchers are trying to focus on how they get this down before they're really worried about holding guys on. And um, the other thing I thought was interesting was. The ERA of pitchers over 34 years old is a full point, 1.1 higher than the ERA of pitchers under 33 years old. Interesting. Now, I don't think that's causation to the pitch clock, but I think there's some correlation there. That the, you think the, the older more, guys aren't the older are guys are rattled? struggling with it more. Yeah, yeah, they're rattled because like younger kids are probably 
especially if they're coming up through the minors, they've been doing this. For yeah, a while. the last last couple of seasons, I think they've been doing it. That's interesting. So I have found I enjoy the game more on TV now. More yes. steals, more more base hits, honestly, because the shift is off. And even if there's not more base hits, although batting averages are up six points on average this far, uh, the defensive plays required are more exciting to watch than when you've got half the team on the right side and one Correct. guy. Catch. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just it's more visually appealing base. And it values range now. Now that like yeah. as those middle infielders that they you got to have better range because you're not getting bailed out with that extra infielder behind you. They're looking for the next Tom Verizer is what they're looking oh, for. Oh well, they might find him. Him or Jerry Dibzinski. You know those so, those older pitchers too. Just jumping back to that because I think that's really interesting. Is they also they like to to screw with the batters too, like mentally. You know yeah. they've got that seasoned. I don't know. They walk around. They got their idiosyncrasies and stuff. I don't know. Well, I, there's, there's, there is another rule that I found. I found it interesting and, and, and restrictive for for a pitcher, and I got it that you're trying to take away time, but they're only allowed to throw over to first base twice. After that, if they throw over again, if they don't pick them off, it's a balk, and the guy takes second. So they're not oh, throwing over for the third time. So to me, I feel like that's. I don't. I don't love that rule either. I know it's yeah. trying to save time, but like, you you're in the playoffs? Are you kidding me? Like, if you throw over twice, like if they keep these rules in the playoffs and you've thrown over twice and you've got a guy that's a speed, he's gone. Like he's yeah. absolutely going to steal, and that pitcher can't try to do anything unless he risks a buck, which no one would in a tight situation. So, I thought that was interesting. I don't care for that. But it's just putting more and more pressure on the pitchers. Oh, it is. I mean. But let's 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 not hide this. Major League Baseball wants it to be more of an offensive game. They want to take it. They've they've given it. They're trying to pull it all the way back and and doing all these rules because the shift had given the defense such a huge advantage that they want to give it back now. But I don't know. I feel like they should have play tested that a little bit longer. And maybe the not shift done era all. has come to in it. They did come, change a lot at once. A lot at once, which like, I feel like they could have incorporated one of these at a time, like get the bigger bases, then maybe do this. But they said, fuck it, let's just do it all at once. Yeah, so it's a robot umps coming. That's what I two want. Two years. I, I think within two years, they'll have something in there, which I'm okay with that. But Coach, I, I see here on the show sheet where you wrote, is anyone watching? So I'm wondering if you're you're wanting to talk about baseball's audience and if you think the changes are going to expand that audience. So I have a, a very unique Beyond situation. 54-year-old white guys. Yeah. That, see, that's why it's very unique because, like, being in a school and I'm around, you know, middle school kids – that I didn't think any kids were watching baseball, but I don't know if this year is unique, but I have a lot of kids that are talking baseball and it was, I don't know if the kids were uh, mimicking what their parents were saying, but a bunch of these kids like, we hate the rules. We hate them. And like, I feel like me hearing kids say that, which is what major league was trying to do. They're trying to create these rules to bring these kids back. And they're like, we hate it. We hate the rules. The game seems weird. I don't like it. Um, so I don't I don't know if if the if if more people are watching because of these rules. I, I would love I couldn't find them the numbers for like TV numbers early on, like if they've increased by yeah. any percentage over last year. And I think those will take longer, but mm-hmm. is it really making a difference? Like I <laughs> know what it feels like. It feels like people are like, oh, I'd really watch baseball if they shorten the game and the baseballs, we'll shorten the game for you, and they're like Oh, oh, um, well, <laughs> I'd really love it if the ball was purple, you know, like they're just looking for reasons to not have a discussion about baseball. Cause I, hmm. yeah, I don't think, I don't know if it's really changed anything. I'm not watching. I know. But were I wasn't. You, I were you watching I before not. though? I wasn't watching. Yeah. I mean, I like the postseason and stuff. You know, so, but, and, and honestly, if I'm around people that enjoy it, I, I'll watch it because I, I like feed off their enjoyment because I've watched a lot of baseball, obviously, over the last mm-hmm. five years. But um, but yeah, I, I don't seek it out on my own. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, though, like my mm-hmm. oldest son who used to play baseball, he is really into college baseball. Really? 
and like follows the stats and the teams and stuff like that. I don't know where he's. I don't know if it's on YouTube where he follows like some of the teams. I don't think it's through like traditional media. But like he's all into it. Like he's he loves watching the highlights. I think some of the teams in the last three years have been like super, and he probably relates to that. Those guys are more like his age. Mm-hmm. They're more like guys that look like him. They're and like three or four of the, the the past three or four years, the teams have been like what was it Tennessee's team last year that was just so over the top. Like people loved yep. him, and Vanderbilt has been like that for years. So I think there's something about the college player that is, that I can see them relating to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's talk predictions. Seeing that you guys. Predictions. Predictions. So since we've just declared how much we love baseball, um, let's just go do it. Round Robin. What you got to do is you got to pick the, um, you're going to pick both teams in the American League that'll make it to the ALCS. Then you get to pick the teams in the NLCS, the World Series, and the champion. And here's what I'm going to throw at you guys. I'm going to put points on this. All right? So I'm going to put points that I – this is a long play, so this is a futures bet – that I will get more right than you, and I'll put 10 points on it. And, and if, 10 points off our, off our big wager – Yes, off our so I'll put ten points that like it can't be combined, but one of you has to beat me. If one of you beats me, I lose ten points. You both get it, but you can't do it one or if you you could do one or by yourself. I'll just cut it to. It's up to you. We will destroy you. Okay, do it. All right. This is going to be so exciting. So it's because hard, though, of based that, on, based on sixteen games, we're kind of. Yeah. Oh, we're going to throw – this is such – with so much – I put so much research into this. Here we go. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. So let's do American League. BMOC. Okay. Uh, American League is Tampa Bay against Houston. Okay. TB versus Houston. Okay, Maestro. Uh, I was going to do Angels versus – Okay. Ooh. LA Angels versus Houston. I've been talking a lot of smack about the Angels. They're 500 yeah, right now. He said versus the Rays. Oh, the Rays. Okay. Is that feasible? Yeah, that's feasible. Okay. Okay. All right, and I'm doing uh the Yankees versus Houston. All right. Let's do uh National League. Okay. National League, you've got a, a great all right, Atlanta, San Diego. You <laughs> Did you read my mind? You son of a bitch. Look, the Padres get Tatis back this week. They, yeah. It's the, it's their time. It really is. If they can't win with this team, then... They can't win. Yeah. Mm. Maestro, what are you doing? I might have to read. I'm going to do... Oh, I'm gonna do I don't want to change it. Atlanta, the Dodgers. Fuck. It's okay, Coach. The Reds are still out there. Um, let me. Who do I want? I got my ten points coming in October. Um, it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do Atlanta. And um, I'll do Atlanta and the Dodgers. No, that's what you did. That's what I did. (laughs) Why did you throw me at BMOC? I did not think you were going to pick that. I had you pegged completely different. All right, I'm going to do... Ah. I'm going to do Atlanta and the Mets. I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go Atlanta and the Mets. Oh, I can't do that. Atlanta and the Mets. Yeah, they're both in the east. They're both in the east. That's not going to happen. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Brewers out there. Cardinals out there. Uh, I'm sticking with my original. I'm saying San Diego, Atlanta. I'm not going to mess with it. That's fine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. All right. World Series and winner. 
Okay, World Series, uh, I have Tampa Bay, San Diego, and I'm going to say Padres get it done. Maestro. Yankees, Dodgers. Ooh, old school. Love it. Old school. I would watch. And? Who wins, Maestro? Uh, Dodgers. Okay, I'm going to do Yankees, Padres, Yankees win. All right. Boo. So that's for 10 points. Let's root for I don't want that casino. to happen. Can I, uh, can I uh, point out an interesting fact? Yeah. So when when the season opened, the Astros were the odds-on favorite. They were plus 600. And now we're, what, two weeks in, and money must have changed things because now the Braves are the odds-on favorite at plus 600. Isn't that insane? The, the Astros have dropped to plus 700, and the Dodgers are at plus 650. How does that change 17 games? It's strange. Now? It's such a long season. How could they even change? Yeah. Well, I think that's that's money that changed that, not Oh, oh, because you, of so much wagering on it. Yes. That's my guess. That's yeah. my guess. Okay. So, anything else about baseball coach anything we should be watching for? Uh I will I will say this as much as it pains me. And it does pain me. Um, I think Aaron Judge. I think if you if you if you're gonna witness an insanely talented and maybe could hit seventy home runs, um, it could happen this year. I think Aaron Judge is he's a beast. He's an absolute beast. What did he have last year? Sixty three. Yeah, 63? and I think he could have more this year, especially mm-hmm. without the shift, and especially with this. I just feel like it could happen. Okay. Yeah. We'll so, see. so surprisingly, you homers did not pick Guardians. What's going on there? I, I have a thing. I'm afraid to pick them because I feel like as soon as I pick them, I've doomed them. I, I don't pe- do that with the Browns. I've picked yeah. them every year. They're doomed anyway. Show. You really I've have. picked them every year. Yeah, I have, and uh, have you know, I'm yet. trying something new. You're I'm trying, trying something new. new. All right, that's cool. Just a little swim. Just little swim with like me. All right, that's uh, that's the first half of the show. We're going to get the second half where we uh, talk about money, and that's why most of you tune in, let's face it. We're as good as your friendly financial advisor with a little segment we call... I'm Betty! Nice job there, Maestro. All right, so I'm going to start off with Wager of the Week. We all started out with 10 points uh, when our season started. Of course, we go Super Bowl to Super Bowl. Our last show, that was not last week, it was two weeks ago, uh, we had Everton uh, beat Man U, and Maestro lost five on that. So his comeback turns around. Right now, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, They did not have a good game the other day. Nope. Coach, it says zero points. I I thought you sent us a wager. I just don't remember what it was. He went oppo. I went oppo both, both of us. Oh, he went oppo on both of us. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, so I lost and to then, you and won and beat Maestro, so I came up zero. That's right. So you, you got zero. And then I had a Tottenham Hotspur over Brighton. That happened plus five. So uh, Coach still with a slight lead over Maestro and myself. He's got 40 points. Maestro has zero points. And BLC has zero points. Both of us. It's a t- it's a tag team at the rim of the hole. Yeah, rim in the hole, baby. <laughs> Zero points. So let's see if we can turn that around with this week's wagers. Maestro, what do you got? Oh, All right. So ones. I teased this it is... out earlier. <laughs> this is so weird. NWSL, National Women's Soccer League. Uh, the only you know... sports you can watch on TV, so you're betting it. <laughs> <laughs> they are on Paramount Plus. I'm checking them out. No, uh, their season just began, so there's some hype there uh, on the Paramount Plus. But uh, two two of the hot teams, the Washington Spirit and the Houston Dash, are playing on Saturday, I think. Is, that, is the LA Dream now playing? 20, 22nd. No, that's Saturday. They're playing. Um, and I am picking the Washington Spirit because – the Spirit used to be what the Pittsburgh team was named. So I felt like there's a oh, nice. there's your connection. Washington Spirit. And one note I will say about the the um the NWSL, they have mm-hmm. they've got nice logos. 
Yeah, they do. Decent logos. Better than most of the uh, sporting leagues that we've come across in the last few years. Time for another round of Logo Madness. Logo Madness. <laughs> so compelling. Podcast. Such a compelling was... podcast. Wow, this is a great logo. Oh, you guys should see it. Coach, what do you got? I, I'm not believing my eyes what I'm seeing here. I'm betting on the XFL, baby. I'm taking the Vegas Vipers and the point six and a half <laughs> over the Houston Roughnecks. Come on, baby. Oh, I'm man. going all XFL, baby. Ten points. What's gotten into you two? Let's go for it. <laughs> we got the NWSL and the XFL. This is All sports right. at its best. What are you doing? Well, BMO's sticking traditional. He's going back to the NBA, where I always lose when I bet on NBA games. By the way, it's my least uh, profitable league. But I'm taking the Lakers plus one and a half against Memphis. They beat Memphis handily in game one. And uh, if you John saw Rand. that, I was surprised surprised to see that they were getting one and a half. So I t- well, I'm taking it. It's John Moran's tonight, probably out. Wednesday night. He's out. Plus one and a half. So that's a big plus pick. one and a half. Plus it's one good, and a half. The Lakers. It's a good one pick. and a half. It's a good pick. Are you are you betting on any of your apps? Your state? Uh, oh, I do that. I'll throw fiver on it. I'm still up. I'm still up overall. Are you still up on your apps, Coach? I'm back to zero again. Like I, all my free money is gone. I cashed out on my big ones, and then I had a little bit to play with, and I used it on the. The Cavs game that I went to the other night, and it did not come through. Everything came through except Ooh. they didn't win. It would have been a four-thing yeah, yeah. parlay. Well, speaking of betting with real money, uh, we've been doing it with a bookie by the name of Coach's Bretta for the past couple of years. I'm going to throw some minor keys in there. Oh, just, I love minor keys. Really symbolic of where we're at right now. We're pretty minor. Uh, so we do bet with Coach's brother. We, uh, we've we been up. We've been down. There was a, a period where we owed him cases and cases of beer, and we had to pay up. There was a period where he was down a couple hundos to us, and he paid up. Uh, since the Super Bowl, we've been on a losing streak. We're starting to turn it around. And then on our last show, which was two weeks ago, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it, because there's oh. a solid 17 minutes of Maestro and Coach saying the names Ever- of golfers. Evergreen. That is an evergreen <laughs> episode. So evergreen. We bet on the Masters. It was a complicated bet. Uh, we ended up losing 20 bucks. How did it work? We, we picked three golfers. Okay. And... We picked three <laughs> golfers, and we needed, we needed them to finish in the top 10. If we'd have gotten two out of the three, we would have won it. If we'd have gotten one, we only would have lost $10. And if one would have won it, we would have won it. But if all three didn't come in the top ten, we lost, and that's exactly what happened. We it was really a brilliant. It was a brilliant bet by. It was a brilliant because you think you think you know who's going to win the Masters, but then you realize it's eighty of the top golfers on the planet. Any one of them could win. You got shitty weather in there, yeah, uh, and that that really threw the wrench in it. I think we were doing well the first couple days, and then the weather blew in, and then it was just became. It was a crapshoot. It was a crapshoot. Who won the Masters? John. Uh, Rahm. John Rahm, the Spaniard. The Spaniard. Spaniard the Spaniard by way of Arizona State. Did you know <laughs> that he played golf in college at Arizona State, and his coach was Phil Mickelson's brother? No, did not know that. Uh, little known fact. Are you saying he was golfing for lefties, brother? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we are down 60 bones. we got to turn it around. It's our week to propose a bet to Coach's Bretta. What do we got? Coach, I know you were looking at something earlier. So I'm looking at some – I was thinking hockey because it's the only thing that uh, might tempt his fate. Um, I'm intrigued by one series – well, two series. One is the Rangers and the Devils only because it's New York and New Jersey, and that seems interesting to me. And the Kraken and Avalanche – which I, I mean, I like. I think they're pretty evenly matched, but I, I would like to. I could take 
either one of those teams, Avalanche and Kraken, or the Rangers. I want to stay away from his his Hurricanes. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I gotcha. He, if we, I don't want to pick the Islanders. I just don't know anything about them. So if we did a game, we could we could do a parlay where we pick two games, five dollars on each, so we can try to hedge our bets. Let him pick both sides of that. Make throw out the Kraken and Avalanche. Throw out the Rangers Devils, which they play on Thursday. Give him some options. It's an cool option. That. We haven't really talked. We haven't really talked hockey. No, we haven't talked. I'd like hockey. to get. I'd like to, you know, at least be interested in some games. And well, then we could. We I could get you interested in two of them. I mean, maybe you could. Find I like. Them. I like Kraken Avalanche. There's something about that. <laughs> Those names, the Kraken they, and Avalanche. They don't. They don't. They go weird together. They but do. It's, it's, it's making are, me silly. Are we going to offer these straight up, or like I see the Kraken is plus one and a half. So do you have, is that for Thursday's game or Tuesday's? That is Tuesday's game. Yeah, so they don't have the lines for Thursday. So here's what I propose, and he'll do it. We just, we have him pick the teams, but the line, when the lines come out, we get whatever the lines are is what we're going to play. So we'll pick the teams that we want. So if he wants to pick the Avalanche, he picks the Avalanche, and if the Avalanche are minus one and a half or plus one and a half, then we just go with the lines as is. So basically, we'll just say pick a game, you pick the teams, and then whatever the lines are, the lines fall as is on Thursday. Okay. You good with that? Yep. Maestro, $5 each game? Do it. All right, done. Nice. That's betting with Coach's brother. Hopefully, we'll turn our luck around there. We're down 60 bucks, probably around 100 is <laughs> where we tend to, to pay off. We're going to end up just sending his money back to him. We really are. Suspended. Jesus. All right. Coming up next, this is uh, my favorite part of the show because if you have something on your chest and you don't want it to just sort of sit there and give you heart disease, you get it off your chest with a rant. Or if you made a mistake on the show, you issue a correction. We clean it up. We're responsible sports podcasters. Or if you've watched something or you've listened to something or there's just something in the world that you think other people should experience, you pass it on in the form of a recommendation. And we call this whole bit Rants and Corrections Recommendations Amazing, isn't it? Maestro throwing the arms up. Wow, he was into it. The folks on the live stream tonight are getting it. All 238,000 tonight. All right, open mic style. I see. uh, Let's start with Maestro. He's got a wreck. Then we'll go to Coach for a rant and a wreck. Maestro, what's your wreck? I got two wrecks. Double wrecks? The double wreck. Let's say there are too many wrecks that make one nice big wreck. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, do it. Oh, my mini wreck is... Anybody ever had the uh, the Belvita breakfast cookies? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, I love them. I'm so into those right now. The uh, <laughs> the cinnamon. You mean the double one? Because you get two of them in a pack. No, I get the the ones we get the the big pack from from uh, Costco. Oh. There's like four cookies in there. Oh, I okay. Tend to, I tend to break open the pack from the side, so I break them in half. So it's like six cookies. Really think about it. But that's my breakfast with the coffee. It's delicious, and you get the protein. It's, oh I don't gosh. know what kind of nutrients you get, but uh, it's easier than making eggs. You know what I'm saying? So, Belvita breakfast cookies, highly recommended. All right, my next thing is a show. Uh, me and wifey watching. It's on Apple TV. It's called The Big Door Prize. Anybody watch it? Digging um, it. We've really enjoyed it. It's not like an amazing show, but. There's an undercurrent that's really p- appealing to us, and I don't want to give away the plot, but essentially it's it's all about uh, – help me out, BMOC. It's all about the self what's, – what's It the is word? self-actualization, sort self-actualization. of figuring out what you're supposed to be doing in the world, but it's done in a comedic way. Uh, yep. well, well done show. A couple yeah. of the characters a little too character-y, but yeah. you know, it's got a little bit of that um, Twin Peaks vibe kind oh. of to it too. So. All right. It's definitely an Apple TV show. I feel like Apple TV is starting to get this vibe about their shows. You know, some of the 
there's there's a deeper meaning behind all their shows it seems like and this fits right in there it's worth watching i highly recommend it nice um, right. i agree with bmoc though there are a couple characters that are a little annoying and i but i think they're annoying deliberately like yeah. they're kind of they're kind of playing you a little bit um but it's it's worth checking out mm. get yourself some belvita breakfast biscuits pour yourself a coffee and, and pull watch. up the big door prize the big door i mean prize. come on that sounds that sounds good to me that's delightful. <laughs> Sounds delightful. All right, Coach, what do you got? All right, so I have a rant and a rec, but I'm going to do the rec first. So the rec has to do with um, live sports. So um, this past weekend, I went to a, an NBA playoff game, which was my first. And um, my rec is going to a playoff game of any sport almost spoils you that when you go to a regular season game, it, it, it seems weird because when you go to a playoff game, like this NBA playoff game that I went to the Cavs, like the whole atmosphere is insanely electric. Like it is in, it's just crazy. And the game wise, every single possession, every foul, every loose ball, it matters. So like you get everything compounded into this one game I mean, if you love sports and you love your team and, and you've never been to a playoff game, specifically when it comes to like NBA, baseball, which are the two that I've been to. And I probably – well, our, if our hockey team ever made the playoffs more than once every 10 years, I'm assuming it's like this in hockey too, that I think that you, you need to, for your own good, go to a playoff game of your favorite team so you can really experience what it's like to be in that atmosphere. It's It's – I, you can't replicate it. Um, it's insane. Highly recommended. Often imitated, never duplicated. The yeah. playoff experience recommended by Coach. And so I'm going to follow that with a rant because here uh, it comes. Oh, here we go. So did I, you did you did you you and uh, your son get split up by a pillar? No, <laughs> but I saw, but I saw you the BMOC seats. But I saw BMOC seats, and there was this one pillar that was literally. 400 feet long and there was a smaller one so i'm trying to understand was it 400 feet between you two or just uh, like 20 feet it was like that yeah because there were these one people that looked like they were together and they were separated by a country mile anyway um no my my thing is uh so i've been to two playoff games two different sports this year i went to the guardians and i went to the, the cleveland cavaliers both times in those games they played uh teams from the same city. So my, my rant is about the city and their fans. Um, so they're visiting. Bum, bum, bana, bana, yes. Bum, bum. Um, New York city fans, New York fans of their teams are the most obnoxious, just self-involved ass lickers. I, I, I just don't know how <laughs> to, to, they are the, they are the worst. They are. And, and they're so like, Here's the thing. If you go to a different arena and you want to cheer for your team, cheer for them. Clap your hands, cheer, put your hands up. That's great. But in both instances, they were demonstrative in front of like the other fans, like the Cleveland fans. Like every time that someone on their team made a three, they tur- this guy turned around and looked at our row and was like throwing up the three sign going, yeah. Um, oh, God, they're so obnoxious. And I also have a theory because I already proved it with the guys from – when I went to the Guardians game, half of them don't even live in goddamn New York. They're just they're New York mm-hmm. fans because someone told them to be that because it was cool, or they had no they have no personality to pick another team. Um, I, I, I I'm calling it right now. I have I have a beef with all New York fans. I just don't think I can ever respect a New York fan ever again. Um, I'm done with them. Like I I don't want to be around them. They're the worst fans in sports. Um. You realize 500,000 of our loyal listeners are from That's okay. That's okay. I want them to go. If you're a New York fan, get on your little subway and go back to your $15,000 apartment with your one bedroom and leave me alone. Go away. Can I ask you you a question, Coach? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been to some games in New York and everybody there is like that, right? Yeah. So is is the issue for you that they lack – Midwestern reserve when they're in no, a visiting stadium. It's not reserve. It's not because I've been I've been in stadiums with the opposing fans and, and there's a there's 
there's a way to be to do it in a non-obnoxious way. Like you can cheer and you can almost do it in a playful way. Like I don't know yeah. how to explain that. Like I like last year I went yeah. to the Hawks game and there were Hawks fans there and they the Hawks won. That was and they, but they were not at this level. Like I'm I'm talking like they were cheering right. for their fans. They were excited. They're wearing Trey Young jerseys. They're high fiving. Love it. There's nothing you can say. Like, but they weren't yeah. interacting with the other fans and and just yeah. being just douchebags. Like these guys were abs. Like, yeah. case in point, these one guys were so obnoxious to the point where they got the attention of the two very large individual Cleveland Cavalier fans that had been overserved. I'm pretty much. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we left before that. That those guys interacted with them in a physical way. <laughs> like, if yes. that's what you want. That's fine. I do think I do think when you're visiting, uh, when you're watching your team in another arena, y- you should be a little more polite than you normally are. Right, but they so ugh makes my skin crawl. All right, so, so coach's my- uh, recommendation. I can't remember what it was, but his rant. Go to a playoff game, <laughs> but my rant is not when they're playing <laughs> the Yankees. Yeah, or if you're going out, of, if you're going out of town. Be on your best behavior. Be on your best All right. behavior. I will say, uh, loyal listener Havoc has been to NHL games outside of, yeah. you know, he's a, obviously a Pittsburgh uh, Penguin fan. And he's gone to, you know, Colorado, games in Colorado and games in Florida. I don't know that he wears Penguins jerseys or anything, but yeah. he, w- I think he does. But he always seems to have a, a pretty positive experience. Like, I think hockey fans seem to be, or at least NHL hockey fans, seem to be pretty just all in Ooh. but um i don't know i don't know i wonder if that i wonder if that happens in hockey too like if if for some reason cbj's playing the you know if it were the rangers i would i, I guarantee that they'd be that would be the be same vibe yeah oh i guarantee it because they just they suck they suck all right, all right. All right, so that's Rance Corrections and Recommendations. Nice job, fellas. It's a lot of compelling audio that we just created there. <laughs> push us, gonna push us over a million listeners anytime, Dave. All right, our last bit. And uh, all right, we're tight. We're tight. If we can bring this in in about eight minutes, Coach, and we'll be right on track here. It's time for the vainglorious return of unnecessary complicated trivia. All right, Coach, how's unnecessarily complicated trivia working this time? Well, it's going to be very simple, but I'm going to have to ask you to recuse yourself from this because uh, okay. from our earlier bit with baseball, you uh, I think you did the same research that I did and pulled out some numbers. that. I uh, gotcha. So here's what we're going to do. It's called over, under, or on the nose. So I'm going to use some baseball Baseball stats from the new year based on the new rules that we have. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to offer a a number. And Maestro, you're going to have to say over or under or on the nose. I'm either it's exactly the number or it's you're going to take the over or take the under. Okay? That That is unnecessarily complicated. So unnecessarily complicated. All right. Tell me when you're ready. All right, so the first one is the average game time on opening day 2023. So I'm going to give you a number, and then you're going to tell me if it's on the nose, over, or under. The time is 2 hours and 23 minutes. That's average? That was the average opening day game time. But that's a number. Is it is the number over it, under it, or right on the nose? I'm going to say that is under. That is correct. The actual average time for opening day was two hours and 45 minutes. And as BMOC had indicated, that was 26 minutes less than the year before in 2022, which was three hours and 11 minutes. So now... Let's go to batting average. We're 17 games in. B.A. 
the number I'm giving you, this is the average batting at, this is the batting average right now, the average for the league, uh, 17 games in. Um, the number I'm going to give you is 248. Over, under, or on the nose? Mm, 248. 248. Over, under. <laughs> I'm going to say that's over. What did you say? Did you say? Oh, oh, I should. I, I should probably put my camera. I'm. I'm looking at the show. Sheet. Oh. <laughs> am I get? Am I missing something? Damn it. Oh, I'm gonna say on the nose. <laughs> That's a fantastic guess. It is two forty-eight is average, which is sixteen points higher than last year at this time. But here's a bonus question. You, you want a bonus question? What is the highest average this year so far? Like what? 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 You want to guess what the highest average? BMOC, you can you can guess on this one. What? What's the highest? What, what team has average? the highest batting average so far right now? Oh, what team? Okay. And what is it? I would say it's Tampa Bay. Okay, good guess. And I think it's three oh six. Okay, Maestro. I'm gonna say the Yankees, yes. and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say 285. Ooh, all good guesses, but wrong. It was the Phillies at 293. 293. 293 for the Phillies. Yes, hey, runs per game. Talk about the Phillies. Yes, talk about the Phillies. I mean, put. The, I know the, Phil- the Phillies. The Phillies would have been a good guess. I might have to switch them out. All right, runs per game. Four point two five over under around the nose. That's average? That's average for the league. I'm going to say that's over. That is under. We're actually averaging four and a half. That's a half run more than last year. Tampa Bay is leading the league at seven runs a game. All right, steals per game. Here are two stats. How many steals per game and then the uh, percentage of them uh, success rate. 1.32 1.32 steals a game and 74%. Um, I think that's an under. That is spot on for steals per game under. They're actually succeeding at 81%. Do you know who has the most steals? This oh, is the God. That's unbelievable. It's 81%. Do you know they're, what? Because they're all running after the third one, right? I know that. So that's what they're I'm saying. What is the uh, there is uh, who has the most steals so far? Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. That sounds like a porn name. (laughs) Ricky. No. What team? What team has the most? Is it Atlanta? It is not Atlanta. And how is it? Yes, the Oakland A's. It is not the Oakland A's. Maestro, you want to make a guess? Uh, let's say the Dodgers. Dodgers. No, it is the Guardians at 25 steals. 25 steals. Should have seen steals. that coming. And here's a bonus question. Here we go. We had the pitch clock violations this mm-hmm. the first week. I'm going to give you a number. You're going to tell me over, under, or on the nose. The number is, this is how many pitch clock violations were the first week. 115. Is it over, or under, or on the nose? That seems high. I'm going to say that's a over. Okay. Brown, do you know? I don't know. I'm going to also go with over. Okay. That is actually under. It was 125 violations. 85 by the pitchers, 32 by the batters, and a glorious four violations by the catchers. Nice. That's, that's unnecessarily complicated trivia by Coach. Nice job, Coach. You brought it in in time, too. There you Very go. good. Well, Maestro, getting ready to play us out here, fellas. This, uh, this was a Twait show, Boys. talking baseball. Two weeks into the season, Tampa Bay, 14-2 and with the best record in baseball. I think the Oakland A's at 3-13 and have the worst record in baseball. Yes, they do. So, there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of... Jazz singing legend, Scat Bongley. And the maestro, Brian Hake. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves, each other, and good times, everybody. Good times.
Void. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs> <laughs>